Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even think- First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. As I was getting ready for bed the other night, I heard a little voice from somewhere saying, Thank you, thank you. I looked around and then quickly realized. Oh, yeah, I manscaped earlier in the day. And now you can, too, by taking advantage of this promotion from a company that has created everything a gentleman needs to ensure a comfortable and clean existence for your family jewels. Just go to the website, www.manscaped.com, and enter the promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, all capital letters, to receive 20% off your order. Manscaped has become a sponsor of the various podcasts on Eagles Unfiltered and sent a sample order for me to try at home. And I have to admit, I was a little skeptical and a bit nervous to give it a try. But I did, and I'm glad I did, and so is my wife. They have an assortment of trimmers and lotions to keep those jewels feeling fresh all day long and into the night as well. But that's not all they have. They have performance-fitting briefs and t-shirts with their slogan, Your Balls Will Thank You and much more. So just check out the website, www.manscape.com and enter that promo code GOBIRDS and receive 20% off your order. With the holidays right around the corner, men, treat yourself. Ladies, treat your man. I promise you, you won't be sorry you did. And remember, if you hear that little voice saying thank you, remember to say you're welcome. Hello again, everybody. I'm Ed Kratz here, joined by John McMullen. We are with Eagles Unfiltered, and uh, we are bringing you our preview edition of the Eagles-Cowboys Monday night matchup down there in Big D. Uh, right now it's uh, Friday. I'm getting my days all mixed up, but it is yeah, Friday. It's one of those weeks. Uh, yeah. i, I got to think about what day it is. Because yeah. it's Monday. Have an extra game, which is good for Nick Sirianni, because it took him a while to get over that San Francisco loss. But I digress. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, he's still beating himself up. And, John, you wrote a great story about that, that, you know, he took this loss in, against the 49ers really, really hard um, to the point where he was really – he drug himself through the mud, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you, you contend that this is not a good thing for a head coach, right? I mean, it could lead to burnout. No, it could quickly. And I'm not talking about burnout in, in season one. But if you're taking that – I mean, this loss is – this league, you're going to lose games, and they're going to be difficult games, and you're going to lose games you're supposed to lose. And I think most people expected the Eagles to lose to San Francisco. More proven team, more proven head coach, more veteran players. And I thought the Eagles outplayed them. Disappointing loss, no doubt, because they weren't able to take advantage of opportunities. But there's some positive is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. 
And Nick Sirianni as the head coach, too emotional, man. He, I, I looked at Jalen Hurts. Look at your 23-year-old starting quarterback. The T-shirt slogan of the day Thursday, Ed, was no losses, just lessons. That yeah. was from Jalen Hurts. I think Nick Sirianni needs to learn that lesson. Yeah, it was a great point, great story. Make sure you check it out at Eagles, EagleMaven.com. Uh, but listen, it's time to turn the page. Cowboys coming in. Eagles have some adversity after that loss. They also have the adversity of losing Brandon Graham. We'll get into that in a minute. And Brandon Brooks. But on Friday today at practice, John and I learned that Jordan Melata may not be playing on Monday night because he suffered what is being right now called a knee sprain. Now that's subject to change because he was still being evaluated uh, when the practice was going on. But it happened late in uh uh, Thursday's, Thursday's practice, break. yeah, and he continued to practice, but afterward he told one of the trainers he was feeling some pain in one of his knees, and uh, so they're checking him out. But, John, if Malata can't go, what does that mean at left tackle? Yeah, timing and, and would indicate, and, and the fact that it is uncertain, it's going to be very difficult for Jordan Malata to be able to go Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. And at practice, first team, you saw Jeff Stoutland working his combo drills as he does at the start of every practice. Isaac Sayamalo, obviously, at left guard. Andre Diller, did you forget about him? He is most likely going to be the starting left tackle on primetime, in primetime on Monday Night Football in Dallas. Did you say he or ye? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, listen, that's that, certainly a concern, no question. Uh, in all you know, seriousness, yeah. uh, this is a big opportunity for Andre Dillard because that's sort of the narrative you're going to hear. Everybody's going to say, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Look, this guy was a first-round pick. Um, he, he faced some injury adversity himself when you start talking about the torn biceps that wiped out his 2020 season. Then this year, he, he had a hand uh, fracture, bone in his hand. Then he sprained his knee, and Jordan Mailotti just seized the job. He does have talent. So, And, and by the way, the Dallas Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence, who doesn't play on that side anyway all that much, is out. He's their only dominant pass rusher. Maybe Andre Dillard gained some confidence from this. I'm not the optimistic one. Got to be positive. <laughs> I was going to say it's a little out of character there for you, John. <laughs> Usually you're the, half, the glass is half empty uh, outtake. But, uh, listen, I mean, uh, you're right. I mean, Dillard's talented, first-round pick. But, man, he, he uh, you know, he has struggled. Obviously, it's an understatement, but here we go. There's always he, something. What was that? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Some kind of a land, spotter, lantern, lantern fly. Yeah. Um, out enjoying this beautiful day here, a bright, sunny day here at the facility. Um, but, yeah, but listen, I mean, if, if Malata can't go, that's three key losses. And already on this offensive line, you're, you're, you're going to start a rookie for the very first time, making his first start. Now, he did get Landon Nickerson, obviously, so I'm talking about. But, you know, he did get 33 snaps uh, against the 49ers. He was not happy at all with the way he played. Uh, but he's going to be making his first start at right guard. Now you mix in Malata. Um it's almost like 2020 all over again when the Eagles had to start 14 different line groupings because of injury. You hope that this kind of settles and, it, you know, they nip this injury thing in the bud right now. But um, what are, you know, it's a concern, right? You got a rookie and now a former first-round pick that lost the starting left tackle job in the summer. Yeah, it's always a concern. But, you know, again, if I want to go out of character and, and show some optimism here, 
the Eagles are more equipped to handle this type of situation than most teams. You talk about Landon Dickerson, a second-round pick, a high-level pick coming out. May have been a first-round pick if he didn't tear his ACL at Alabama. And then we talked about Andre Dillard, who was a first-round pick. These are high-level talented players. Now, there's still a lot that goes into it and technique and Jeff Stoutland trying to get them up to speed. And there was a reason they weren't starting because the guys in front of them performed better. So it, by no means is it good, but I do think the Eagles are better equipped to handle this situation than most teams because of their depth on the offensive line. All right, before we switch over to the defense, I just want to say that, you know, we, Eagles Unfiltered is very proud now to uh, welcome a sponsor to oh, our program. This is exciting. Uh, Manscaped is, is joining uh, us as a sponsor, and they are giving us the opportunity to offer you uh, a 20% off uh, possibility here. If you're interested, you go to manscaped.com. Uh, the holidays are coming. You might want to take advantage of this opportunity. It's 20% off your order if you enter the promo code GOBIRDS, all capital letters, G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Just go to manscaped.com and thank you, uh, Manscaped, for your sponsorship. Thank you. And I'm trying to get Fletcher Cox and Lane Johnson for obvious reasons, <laughs> I think, to those who get it. Uh, to, to give a little shout out to Manscaped. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they, they make sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so let's get into the defensive side of the ball. We talked about Brandon Graham. Big, big loss. Everybody that's come out to talk uh, so far uh, during this week leading up to Monday game uh, has been asked about Brandon Graham and, uh, you know, his impact not only on the field but off the field in the leadership department. But also, you know, uh, one of the players said it today uh, that I think it was Ryan Kerrigan who said that Brandon Graham is the guy that when you don't feel like practicing, yeah. uh, he's the guy that's so infectious with his energy uh, and, and his, uh, his ability to just laugh and have fun that gets everybody involved and makes them want to come out and practice. So that's a, that's a huge loss, John, both on and off the field. Yeah, right? anybody who's ever met Brandon Graham, I always give the example of, what was it, the 2018 season when he was going to be a free agent. You know, some, so many people, uh, you know, take dealing with the media, for instance, people like us, take it as a, a chore of the job. Uh, Brandon stood at the uh, the exit of the Novacare complex, gave every reporter who was there that day a fist bump and a bro hug. This was obviously pre-pandemic when you're allowed to do stuff like that. Yeah. Just an infectious personality. Makes everybody who meets him feel better. The old smile lights up a room type person. It's a difficult, not, not only for off the field, but on the field, I think people forget. Oh, and by the way, this has been one of the best edge players in the NFL for a really, really long time. So, again, the Eagles have some pretty impressive depth when you start talking about Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett, whoever doesn't start at right end. And you talk about Ryan Kerrigan, as you mentioned, even Milton Williams being able to kick out and play some outside. It's not Brandon Graham, then. Yeah. And, and, you know, we could talk about Ryan Kerrigan because he did talk to us today. Uh, and, you know, I've heard, you know, various social media uh, sites I've seen where uh, people think Kerrigan's washed up. You know, he, he came over after 10 terrific years in Washington. I think Washington thought he didn't have a lot left in the tank, and that's the reason they let him go and became a free agent. Uh, almost 100 career sacks. But, you know, listen, he was pretty uh, candid about his thumb injury that he suffered. You know, he 
had a pretty serious thumb yeah. injury in camp and he had to have surgery on it. And, you know, he's still wearing a cast that doesn't allow for a lot of flexibility. And he said that's been a pretty big adjustment. Um, so, you know, he, he's played, I think, 30-plus snaps here in the first two uh, games. Uh, he's talked about that, kind of getting his conditioning level where he wants it to be. But that – and he's playing in a kind of a new defense, too. He admitted to that, you know, a new role and a new defense. He's playing more five technique. Uh, than he probably was used to in Washington where he was more of a linebacker and a 3-4. Uh, but, you know, that thumb is a concern. He can't really grab hold of anything with it. Uh, and I asked him, how long is he going to have this issue? And he said, well, there's no timetable, but at some point they're going to put more of a mobile cast on where he can actually have some flexibility. But right now, uh, that's kind of hindering him. And I, I'm not going to write off Kerrigan yet after two games saying he has nothing left because I'm going to say, okay, yeah, it's the thumb. Uh, that's a big issue, and then still adjusting to this new defensive role that he finds himself in. But if anybody needs to step it up, it's that veteran, Ryan Kerrigan, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think the Eagles still have to be very uh, aware of where he is in his career. I like the pitch count he's on. I don't think you can increase it that much. Um, you mentioned uh, his stay in Washington. Look, part of that also had to do with the fact that they have Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So, uh, they maybe didn't have as much space for him as they had in the past when he was a, a Pro Bowl level player. So he's not that guy, but I still think he can help this team. But I do think it's got to be in, in a rotational system. Um, and either Josh Sweat, more likely Josh Sweat than Derek Barnett, moving over to the left side, you, you got to fill in those other reps as well. Yeah. So. Uh, whether it's Sweat, whether it's Milton Williams, I don't think you can just put a ton on Ryan Kerrigan's plate more than he has been doing to this point at this stage of his career. So let's talk about the Cowboys a little bit. You mentioned Demarcus Lawrence. He's he's out for the Cowboys. That's a big loss. Uh, they're also going to be without their right tackle, Lalel Collins, I think is how you say that. He's out. He's been suspended. Um, and and uh, that that's two big losses right there. Uh, now they're getting Randy Gregory back, their defensive end. They've played Micah Parsons uh, at defensive end a little bit in that win they had over the uh, L.A. Chargers last week. But, you know, John, you had somebody on your show today, uh, Birds365, who uh, was the, the Cowboys beat writer. And uh, he had some interesting things to say about Parsons and how they've been using him in practice this week. Yeah, it was interesting. It was John Mashota from The Athletic who does a great job covering the Cowboys. And he had mentioned to me that this entire week, Micah Parsons has been practicing as an edge rusher. Um, and that's as a replacement because they don't have a lot of great pass rushers for Demarcus Lawrence, who is their best pass rusher currently on the injured reserve. Uh, so they need somebody to rush the passer. Now, John said, and, and it was interesting, you know, Micah Parsons is so athletic. Uh, he played weak side linebacker at Penn State. He's playing uh, generally all-ball linebacker. That's what the Cowboys brought him in for. Um, you would think this is the week where they want him in the middle to kind of spy uh, Jalen Hurts with his athleticism. But they need a pass rush so badly, they're willing to issue that and, and have him on the edge. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out for the Cowboys. But, yeah, I mean, we talk about the Eagles injuries. The Cowboys, if anything, are a little bit worse. You mentioned Lyle Collins, that's a suspension, but still, he's out. Demarcus Lawrence is their best defensive player. He's out. Michael Gallup's on injured reserve, so one of those great three receivers, he's out. They have a lot of injuries as well, so 
maybe that kind of evens the playing field. Did you say a shoe? A shoe? A shoe. Okay, I thought I almost said Gesundheit there. I wasn't sure uh, what I heard. I got a but, big boat cap. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, okay, so um, yeah, the Cowboys are a little banged up. Uh, Micah Parsons, it's interesting because you know, you got to figure he might have been a candidate to spy Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah, at the exactly. linebacker that's spot. What, that's what John was kind of saying. Yeah. Use him to spy Jalen Hurts, who, let's face it, has been very effective rushing the football. Eagles yeah. second in the NFL running the football, and their leading rusher. It's Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's got over half of those ground yards uh, for the entire team. So, yeah, you got to think that that's going to be uh, how D.C.'s defensive coordinators are going to try to uh, manage Hurts is to put a spy on him. Now, maybe Jalen Smith, the other linebacker, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, assumes that role and they put Parsons on the edge. But um, no matter where Parsons plays, of course, the rookie linebacker from Penn State, uh, he's going to be a handful. You know, Lane Johnson talked about it, 6'3", 245 run a 4-3-40 very, very quick. He's going to try to beat you with speed off the edge. Um, he'll probably line up, I guess he'll line up over Johnson, but he could line up over Dillard or Mulata. It's a concern, Micah Parsons. you got to really account for him, no doubt. Yeah, um, and so was Randy Gregory, as yeah, you mentioned. Randy he's Gregory. back from the COVID-19 list. Now, we've been talking about him, it seems like, for years. He's had a lot of off-the-field problems, a lot of substance abuse suspensions, but coming out in Nebraska a long time ago, he was he was one of the best pass rushers in the country. They need a pass rush, so he's going to get an opportunity, much like Andre Dillard here, he's going to get an opportunity because the Cowboys need something at that particular position. And that'll be a good matchup, Randy Gregory against Andre Dillard. Yeah, another good matchup that John wrote about, uh, if you want to talk about it quickly, John, is the Devontae Smith versus Trayvon Diggs possibility. Those two were teammates at Alabama. Again, John wrote a story on that matchup uh, on eaglemaven.com, and we'll probably have something on Devontae Smith who talked to us today about it. But uh, that's a great, great yeah. uh, look at what could happen, you know, as a matchup. It's so interesting because back in 2019, they were both at Alabama, all SEC players. Devontae Smith, obviously, wide receiver. Trevon Diggs, a corner. Um, and they practice against each other every day. You know, it's interesting. Nick Sirianni wore the Beat Dallas T-shirt. We've been talking about the rivalry all week. A lot of these guys like each other. Jalen Hurts loves C.D. Lamb and vice versa. Yeah. John Machota was telling me how much C.D. Lamb respects uh, Jalen Hurts. Devontae Smith and Trayvon Diggs, they, they love each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Alabama family, it's not the old days where where everybody – it's sort of like Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas uh, kissing at <laughs> midcourt. Yeah, and while well, the, the Hurts and C.D. Lamb are the Oklahoma connection, yeah. they, they had that one year together uh, with the Sooners. But listen, it's prediction time. Um, I kind of have an idea where John's going uh, with this. Uh, me, I'm kind of up in the air, but I'll come up with something after John gives his. Well, I think it's a chance for the Eagles to prove. I mean, Dallas has a very good offense. Even with the injuries, they have a great quarterback in Dak Prescott. Amari Cooper's going to play, even though he's got a little bit of a rib injury. C.D. Lamb is so explosive um, as a second-year player. They have two running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. They have a great offensive line, even with Lyle Collins being out. Uh, Teron Smith is still a high-level left tackle. Zach Martin, I think, is going to the Hall of Fame. There's just more proven parts to the Cowboys. And to me, I have to see if the Eagles can compete with a team that can score points like the Cowboys can. So I have to default, unfortunately, uh, for Eagles fans to the Cowboys. I have them winning this game 
33 to 24. Have you picked the Eagles yet this year to win a game? No, I have I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm just one and one. Just checking. I'm one I, and one. Well, listen, I've picked the Eagles the first two weeks, and you know what? I'm going to go with the Eagles Homer. again. Homer. Well, I don't know about that. I just think that <laughs> I think the Eagles are catching Dallas at a pretty good time with some of these injuries. Now, listen, the Eagles have their share as well, but I like the way Jonathan Gannon's defense is playing. I like the way they have not one competent cornerback. They have two. Steven Nelson's played uh, a pretty good ball so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, this team's only given up two touchdowns in two games, 11 and a half points. It's second best uh, points per game in the league. I know the Dallas One defense, explosive uh, play. Let me one, interrupt. One yeah. explosive pass play all year. Yeah. If you watch Thursday night football, uh, Carolina and Sam Darnold had six in one game. The Eagles have given up one explosive pass play in two games. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, li I just like the way this defense is playing. And it's a defense that it's not official, but Rodney McLeod, this is game three. He was put on IR, uh, which means he's eligible. Or no, he wasn't put on no. IR. He's still uh, taken off the pup list. So Right. So he if, he, if the Eagles would have thought that he'd be longer than three weeks gone, they would have probably IR'd him. So this is game three. There's a chance Rodney McLeod can come back, and that would be a big uh, addition to welcome back after you lose someone like a Brandon Graham. McLeod's a veteran, uh, very good on the back end. But I, I just like the way the Eagles' defense is playing. I think they'll be able to score some points in this game, and I, I think they're going to score enough of them to find a way to win and get to 2-1 before the Kansas City Chiefs come to town on a short week. But right now I'm going to go with the Eagles. Jeez, uh, let's, let's call it the Eagles 28, the Cowboys 27. Real down to the wire, uh, terrific Monday night game that we're going to see, I hope. Uh, but that's my pick. I'm 1-1 one one also, even though I've picked the Eagles each week. Uh, that might change against the Chiefs, but we're not there yet. Right now, I got the Eagles. John's got the Cowboys. So uh, make sure you check back with us next week and read all our work leading up to and coming out of this game at uh, EagleMaven.com or www.si.com slash NFL slash Eagles. For John McMullen, I'm Matt Kratz with Eagles Unfiltered. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.